0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The following podcast is a
1: Vasilis Scarlia's production. Hello, everyone. I'm Saloni.
2: And I am Vasilis.
1: We run Change Makers, a a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in
2: entrepreneurship. We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you.
1: On this podcast, we discuss the logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We will leave our social media and website information in the
0: description. Welcome to the last episode of Gen Zers to Ride podcast for season one. Here with us today, we have two special guests, the CEOs of Raise Consulting, Rayon Ahmed and Sahil Vuna. It's our honor to have you on this amazing episode. Raise Consulting is a Gen Z consulting company that helps brands to think of new ideas, craft marketing campaigns, and learn more to connect with Generation Z. Their motto, spread with Gen Z. Welcome, guys.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for having us on.
0: All right. So tell us about yourself. Yeah,
3: sure. Uh, so me and Sal are both 16 years old. We live in northern New Jersey. We're really close to New York, actually. It's like a 20, 30-minute drive without traffic. Um, we both go to the same school. That's kind of like how we met. And uh, we started this company, like this current company, back in like August. And uh, it, it's been really, really cool having being able to work with all these like brands and um, kind of like meeting all these new people. So,
4: yeah.
2: This is Awesome. What inspired you to create Rise Consulting?
4: Yeah, so I think really like being able to like help businesses, right? Um so Rand and I, you know, in school, we both met because we have a similar interest in business. And really like we've seen a lot of these businesses struggle. Um, you know, we focus, you know, we, we've seen like a lot of small businesses struggle through the pandemic and you know, we wanted to figure out how can we as 16 year olds be able to help businesses right through our knowledge. And we thought, um, you know, we're part of this unique generation called Gen Z, right? And many of these other businesses, they have many like older adults that aren't really equipped with, you know, Gen Z or like they don't really know about Gen Z that well. So we were like, okay, well, as we are part of Gen Z, why don't we help businesses with our knowledge? So that's kind of like our inspiration, I guess, is kind of just seeing some of the difficulties that businesses were facing and like kind of like taking mm. up or being able to like help them through our knowledge.
2: Awesome. Growing up, did you always have a business-oriented mindset? Um, I, I kind of. I think I
3: kind of did like the the I think the basic things that like a lot of kids do, kind of like a lemonade stand and uh, selling t shirts and stuff like that. And I guess in in a way, it was. I, I didn't always know that I wanted to go into business, but I did like these like these small side businesses just to get into it. So I think,
4: yeah, in a way, I mean. Uh, for me, I guess like in India, a lot of my relatives like uh, have like businesses there. So like, you know, I've seen like how those work and stuff like that. i didn't really have like, okay, I want to be like, you know, a CEO of a company, you know, when I was like five or six years old. But, you know, like Ryan, I've been doing like small, small things. Like, for example, I'm a Boy Scout, right? So I do a lot of fundraisers for that, et cetera. But really, like I didn't have anything in mind, like, you know, being like a CEO of like a business, you know, at like a young age.
0: Mm -hmm. i think it's so funny all these little companies that we start like when i was like 10 or something i would like force my family to like give them like foot baths and stuff in this little spa that i had it was cringy and like but i feel like we all can relate to these like little businesses that we started when we were younger but um yeah like why do you think it's important for businesses to market to gen z yeah so
3: i mean this is a really good question i think Uh, the biggest thing is, I mean, Gen Z is the next generation, right? Like why, like there's so many Gen Zers. It was like uh, a statistic. There's like, um, I don't remember the exact number, but I know there's a lot, there's a large amount of Gen Zers all over the world. And if you kind of like, if you kind of decide like, Hey, I got to ignore them, you're missing out on a huge segment. And if your competitors do, or like other people that are like in your industry, they start to market to them and they start to like connect, um, you're missing out and you're going to fall behind. Um, like it's, it's like, you're, you're basically missing a, a large segment. Um, and we, we've got, we've in like past like companies have, it's, we've already seen this happen with millennials, right? Like companies have forgotten like, Hey, maybe let's, let's ignore millennials or let's like, let's, let's, let's maybe just keep marketing baby boomers. Right. And it, it didn't work out. A lot of companies you've seen over the last like 10 years have just shut down just because they haven't been able to adapt. And that's going to continue to happen if people don't,
4: uh, adapt to like marketing to Gen Z. I mean, we've seen, you know, big, big companies like Nike, Adidas, all these companies, like, you know, following with these celebrities, like, you know, basketball stars, athletes, I mean, celebrities, you know, everyone like, you know, the main reason they do these is so that they can, you know, attract Gen Z and all these demographics. And, you know, it's like other competitors of like, you know, these big companies with Nike, et cetera, if they want to catch up to par or not even just like the sports industry, right, in any industry, if you want to like catch up or like you have to create or you have to like tap into like a huge like of that target market right so in order to do that like gen z is like a very big portion of like that total market so definitely we think you know gen z marketing is something like very important for any business
0: yeah yeah and with that like how do you find clients
3: yeah, uh, honestly, um, when we first started, and I think even now, to some extent, we we do a lot of cold emailing, cold contacting, right? Like either on LinkedIn or just like, just emailing people, um, we'll like get their contact from somewhere and we'll say like, hey, we'll, we'll do like a a short pitch in the email we'll say like, hey, this is who we are, this is who we work with, this is what we do, and this is where we think we can help. Um, so th- m- most of it's just kind of been emailing. Um, since then, we've kind of had like some connections, like some referrals, like people said, like hey, these guys are great, and um, so it's and for now it's been a mix of like referrals and cold contacting.
2: I see, your business type is different than the usuals since your product is combination between proposals and advices. So how, how do you set your prices?
4: Yeah, I mean that that really depends because like sometimes when we help companies are like very established, but they have they might have some like small problem that we come in. Or we have a startup that like needs a lot of help, right? So it really depends. Like for example, if we have a company that's doing that needs a very small marketing strategy, maybe like one or two months, that may cost less than you know another company that wants to do a lot more, like different unique uh, marketing strategies that could be up to six to even nine months or even more, right? So it really depends. Um, you know, it also depends, like on what stage they are as a company. So if like, we're, if they're a startup, like, you know, we try to help them because, you know, we were saying before how our inspiration was to help like businesses and stuff. But if it's some like very established company and we see that it takes a lot more work and time, then, you know, we would usually charge more, but it really depends. Um But yeah, again, like it depends on like how difficult or how complex, you know, that the marketing strategies yeah. are and like how hard it could be to implement them.
3: Yeah. I mean, we're still learning, right? We've experimented, we experimented in the start, like, Hey, would this price work? Would that price work? What is the kind of like the optimal pricing? And if we find out like, Hey, maybe we should charge higher. Maybe we should charge lower. We'll start, we're still open to change, right? Like it's just, we're learning on the way um, for the pricing. Cause as you said, there's, there's not a lot of a- a- a, uh, like Gen Z agencies out there. So like the pricing point, you can't really like take it from someone else, I guess. So yeah, we've, we've been experimenting a lot.
0: Yeah. And I love that you say that. Like, I love the way that you kind of set your prizes and stuff, like just kind of based on experiments and like experience, because I feel like we can tend to undervalue ourselves. And that's like, especially when you're working with these more established um, companies. So yeah. And speaking of like, how do you, how are you balancing this with schoolwork and extracurriculars? Is this the only thing you do? Like, do you have any tips on that?
4: Yeah, I mean, it, it is tough, right, definitely as like sophomores in high school. It is tough like, you know, balancing work with this with all the other things that I'm that we're doing, right? At least for me, like I'm, you know, part of robotics, I'm I'm a Boy Scout obviously, which takes a lot of effort and time. Um, you know, I do a lot of volunteering, all these things, and I think like one of the biggest things for me that's like helped me is just really just managing my time, right? So I try to like finish my schoolwork, right, and stuff like that and make sure that I spend at least one to two hours per day for like raise or even more depending on how it is. But really like what I try to do best is like time management, making sure I have like a schedule or like a list of some things that I need to do for today and try to get them done as soon as possible. But really you do bring up a good point of like how, you know, like if high school students want to start something up, it's like a really big time commitment. Um, So yeah, definitely I think like just time, time management is like the key here
0: um yeah so you're a small business and like the company like yours most of your clients will inevitably be much older than you i mean has it been challenging to be taken seriously with these more established companies yeah yeah i mean
3: sometimes i think it really depends on like the client's attitude when they come in some people are really serious right they really want to learn about us and um whatever kind of we say they'll take it into serious consideration um others we've seen that like they've kind of like like if you own the product, they're like, Hey, should we go with them? Should we not? And, um, it's kind of like, it's again, tough sometimes cause, um, at that point, like you kind of have to like, prove yourself to them and it's not always great to do that. But, um, I mean, most of the time I think we have been taken seriously. And I think, um, to those that we like people that haven't really thought like we're serious, we kind of, uh, proved ourselves to them. So I think now they do think we are.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a difficult task sometimes. What's the most rewarding part about race Consulting?
4: I think for me, like the two main things like rewarding for me is one, just having like a big like family, right? Like race Consulting, we have like around 40 plus like people in our organization. So it's really just like a big family of like Gen Z members. And then one of the, uh, the other things is just like being able to like talk to these businesses and like the owners or like the CEOs or someone in the business and like seeing their struggles and like things that they need help in. I think like that's really rewarding. Cause like you can see from like as a high schooler, right? Like you can see like, okay, these businesses are struggling here and you can just learn a lot from it. And, you know, like just being able to like learn from those businesses, seeing what their uh, tasks, like what's wrong. Right. And like being able to help them, I think that's just the rewarding part. Like being satisfied like helping like businesses that uh, their struggles.
3: Yeah. I and mean, like being able to go to like completely different companies, right. Like seeing like kind of resetting every time and seeing like, Hey, maybe this company, this is way different from the last company we work with. So you got to like, kind of go into different, many different industries. You get to see like, Hey, maybe like after college or maybe whenever I'm interested in this field, right. Or I'm interested in that field. So you get like real life experience working with these professionals in these fields. And um, yeah, I mean, like kind of like Salo said, it's like a family at our organization. Like we get to like, uh, we've gotten to meet like some people that we would have never met otherwise. And um, it's honestly been a really great experience.
0: That is so amazing. And I kind of wanted to ask like more about the actual company. You said there's like 40 people in there. Is it mostly online or are you guys together? Yeah,
3: it's it's mostly I think a mix. Uh, we ha- we me and Saho we do have like a couple of people that we know uh, in person. We do meet up sometimes, but I think most of, most of our people are uh, fully virtual, fully online for now. Um, we started during COVID 19, so we really uh, it didn't really make sense for to have a office space, kind of like where all of us can meet, um, and that's kind of helped us in a way. Like we've gotten to have people from like all over the world. We've have gotten people from like Europe, Asia, and then most of our people from America. Um, but yeah, we right now are fully virtual,
2: right? And like, so how are you managing that? And how do you conduct research about Gen Z? I
3: can start with the first question, I guess. How do we conduct research? Uh, so we have a couple of ways. I think like most common is probably like focus groups. We, from time to time, we'll do focus groups uh, with different people. Uh, we do actually have like something in the works, like of, like a place we can like send surveys and I think Salo can tell you more about that. Um, but like for now, it's, just, it's mostly been like focus groups or just researching online. There's so much stuff online with like different database sources that we kind of like, um, we'll kind of like compile those sources together and come up with like one report, two reports or whatever uh, on like what is Gen Z Consumer Trends.
2: Yeah,
4: and with the community that Rihanna was mentioning, we're actually, like, building up a community with, like, a couple hundred plus, like, Gen Z members, like, you know, where we can send them surveys, ask, conduct focus groups more in depth, et cetera. So, really, like, we would use, like, traditional uh, research, you know, kind of ideas, but, like, focus them more on Gen Z through, like, our connections, our friends, et cetera.
3: And to, and to answer the second question, uh, it's, been, it's been a, uh, like, the way we manage people has kind of been, uh, we do it through multiple platforms. Mo- our communication has mostly been through Discord, uh, because we've seen that it. it's like, it's like a popular platform among Gen Z. It's easy to use, easy to learn if you haven't used it before. Um, so we've used that a lot. Um, for organization, we use Google Drive or Notion. Um, we have like a Notion page where all of our docs are there, so everyone can navigate really easily. Um, otherwise, I think that's mostly it. I mean, we've we've used external software from time to time depending on like what the project ask is, what we really need to do. But, I mean, Discord, Google Drive, and Notion are probably our three main things that we use. All
0: right. And um, I kind of wanted to talk about, you have an Instagram, like, just for Gen Z. Uh, Well, yeah, like, you have, like, job listings and internships. Um, So, like, along with, like, Gen Z facts and, like, Netflix hacks, like, why do you think it's important to post about social issues, like, social justice issues as well? And, like, why do you guys include these topics along with that?
3: We, we wanted to post about stuff that was kind of important to Gen Z. Um, so it's kind of, we kind of split it into different sections. And if you saw like our reels, you're kind of more focused on like, like enjoyment or like something like interesting to talk about, like social issues or something like that. Um, our posts are more like current events. What is going on right now? Right? Like um, not, not everyone's always, um, not everyone always looks at the news. Like they don't always turn on CNN or whatever. A lot of people get their news from like uh, Instagram or they get like information on certain topics from Instagram. So, I guess like, um, like the other side is we kind of really want to provide information so people um, can like, understand and can get to know more info. Like, so, um, they're not kind of like uneducated about a certain topic.
2: I think that this is for today's episode. We will learn a bunch of great information about consulting businesses and especially about Gen Z oriented companies. We would like to thank one more time Ryan and Sahil for being with us today.
3: Yeah, once again, thank you so much for having us on.
2: The season two of Genders to Rise podcast is coming out in July 2021, so stay tuned. For now, go and listen to our previous episode with YouTuber Max Raisinger and YouTube artist Gox. Until next time, keep changing the world, guys.
1: hope you guys enjoyed our conversation we had such a great time make sure you leave us a review you can also follow us on instagram at changemaker.c to keep up with all of our new content we also have a facebook page called changemaker Z, but you'll need to look that one because i honestly don't even know how facebook works